I'm recording. Uh, yeah. Are we starting the episode now? Yeah. Uh, just yeah. before that, I have one fun fact. Okay. Is this part of the episode? I re- uh, no. Yeah, this is part of it now. No, this is this part, is of, part it. of it. Well, okay. Welcome I was the episode. Episode. Okay. Well, if it's like a bad fact, just let me then say it's it. Not a it can be a cold okay. open. Okay, go. Yeah. Okay. I renewed my driver's license today. So oh, in a week, a I'll be like, Chloe, you just really a joke. <laughs> Every time someone mentions that song, I'm going to put off listening to it by another face. week. This is why I only listened to it's Duo so Lipa good. like a month ago. It's I so put sad. off listening to it. I was like, I don't need to listen to it. I'm in like a good relationship. I don't need to listen to a breakup song. And then I did. And then I like was driving when I listened to it. And I listened to it like three times in a row. Oh, it's <laughs> a breakup so song. I thought it was a driving song. I thought it was a driver's license. It's song. a driving post breakup no, song. It's sad. Oh. It's very sad. It's very good though. You know, all of us are driving post breakup eventually. Yeah. Maybe. What movie are you watching? <laughs> We're watching oh. Revenge of the Sith. Wow. we're back for the finale of this season's star wars stuff because i don't think we're going to be watching any more star wars movies for a while yeah for this show at least yeah we're at the end of the prequel trilogy we're at episode three we're at the peak of obi-wan kenobi's hotness and the peak <laughs> oh of anakin being a, an annoying little little bastard <laughs> how excited are you guys so excited i just hope it's better than the last one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good because this is the one that everyone agrees is like the best of these three. Oh, really okay good i don't think good. anyone genuinely tries to argue that the phantom menace or attack of the clones is better than this one so like you got something to look forward to true that's that exciting i know it's my favorite out of the three can someone recap like where we left off in the last movie, like kind of what the setup was a little bit. Oh God, Anakin no, that's like the hardest one to do. I watched it so long ago. Anakin and Padme got married. Well, yeah. That, yeah, I remember that. That's painful difficult to not forget. And Anakin has his prosthetic arm. Yeah, he's got that cool golden robot arm. Oh, that's yeah. it. That's the Which whole is plot. sick. Where did we leave um, Obi-Wan? Well, Obi-Wan was still doing his thing. Except now he has to do his thing in the middle of a war. Oh, who, who's the war? Okay, so that's the biggest thing. When this movie starts, we are three years into the Clone Wars. So the oh. Clone Wars started at the end of the last movie. You remember when all the clones showed up mm-hmm. in the gladiator arena? Mm-hmm. So that's the beginning of the Clone Wars. And the Clone Wars is this galactic conflict between the Republic, which has the clone army, and the Jedi, and then the Separatists, which are like planets or solar systems that break off from the Republic, and they have the droid army, and it's kind of vague what their goals are. They just want to leave the Republic, but they also want to destroy the Republic? I don't know. It's never really explained. Okay, that's kind of what I said in the first, no, the second movie in the not-prequels, Okay, but, so if they're not prequels, then they're they're just movies. They're just the normal ones. Yes, but when when I was giving my plot summary, I said that there's a war, but no one knows what they're fighting about. They're just fighting. Mm. But I was just ahead of the. I was just. Yeah, ahead. no, you were ahead of the game. I'm just so good. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, because like in the original movies, it makes sense why there's like a war going on because the Empire sucks. You know, like they're yeah. bad. But in this one, I don't know, because the Republic seems kind of cool. They kind of allude to there being a lot of corruption in the Senate. Mm -hmm. But you never, I don't know, you never like fully see that. Like that's kind of 
the whole point of the Phantom Menace, but I feel like the Senate stuff like doesn't really matter in that movie. I don't know. It's that movie's boring. It's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Revenge of the Sith. This one is not boring, at least for most cool. of it. Let's get into the quiz. Ooh. Quiz, quiz. That was a terrible quiz, transition. Quiz, quiz. Yeah, the quiz. Yeah. Yeah. The quiz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was so <laughs> okay. Ellie, your lo- arm looks so long. <laughs> it does. It looks like either her arm is really long or her hand is just really big and she's like tiny. Uh, my arm is very long. See? It is actually long. Like Yeah, long that's long. true. You know how apparently your wingspan is the same as my height? Not my height. Your wingspan is not the same as my Everyone's height. wingspan your is wingspan. Ellie's height. <laughs> but you know how your wingspan is supposed to be the same as your height? Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Apparently. Well, there's no way that's true for me. I have, like, gorilla arms. Mine's bigger. If your wingspan's longer than your height, then you are at risk for, like, arthritis. Fun fact. Oh. Oh. You want to know another fun fact? Chloe and I are the same height up to our shoulders, but then my neck is, like, a good like, five <laughs> inches longer than hers. So I'm, like... <laughs> I'm like half a head taller than her, but only because of how long my neck and face are. This is not a joke. I have a no. photo of this, like of us standing right next to each other. Like our shoulders are the same and then she's two inches taller. Than <laughs> Ellie, have you ever thought to just like constantly raise your shoulders up to make your neck like seem I'm shorter? Shrugging? Yeah. Um, now your like neck is very normal. uniform. No, because I have a lot of extra neck skin. <laughs> so that would just Ew. like give me so many. Oh my gosh, things. your neck just got so long. <laughs> you did not. this is like what i said in the first or second prequel when there's that one guy who's a jedi and his neck is just so yeah. long like he's the most relatable character in all these movies for me you could cosplay as the kaminoans the people who make the clones with the long necks and the giant yes. eyes yes i could except i have very small eyes that's what says make them bigger anyways should we trivia. actually start the quiz nope, now not trivia trivia whoa <laughs> all right yeah let's start it's time So, the beginning of this movie introduces another new villain, the Separatist commander, General Grievous. What's this guy's funny quirk? Because, like, all these Star Wars characters have to have a quirk. What's General Grievous's quirk? Like, what's the thing that makes him weird or goofy or kind of funny? His name is Grievous. I think General (laughs) Greasiness is, um, quirk. (laughs) You just call him General Greasiness? Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, actually, that makes sense for him. It's probably mm, how gr- greasy he is. And also, he probably sings because, like, they haven't <laughs> done that in these movies yet. That's true. There hasn't been a lot of he singing. He's in, in a one man musical. No, no, oh, I don't think he sings the whole time. The movie. I just realized that I do exactly what I'm about to say. Like, he'll be in the middle of a conversation and then he'll just say a word like this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think Star Wars needs a, a musical character. They need one that just like scats all the time. Yeah, skate about, wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I also do that a lot. You are just this character, Ellie. Or yeah, what that's what I'm kind of realizing. This character to be in our heads. Kind of ashamed. Yeah. yeah, you're just imagining yourself. <laughs> all right, next question. This movie is where we finally get to see Anakin Skywalker become Darth Vader. So, what do you guys think tips Anakin? over to the dark side was he not already tipped over to the dark side i mean it's debatable i think he was but this movie will have you think otherwise for some reason i think that he falls into lava at some point i don't know why but i'm like 
fairly certain that either he falls into a river of lava or someone someone does for sure Mm -hmm. but probably the jedi like telling him that he can't be with padme okay i was gonna guess that padme dies (gasps) okay that's okay no i'm just kidding so it's very padme related stuff yeah yeah well except for the lava because she's like well he does fall in he does fall in lava eventually that's that's not really a spoiler because you already know about it yeah she's like the only thing that like makes him like semi-good sometimes yeah that's true except she's like also part of the reason why he sucks but like yeah yeah. i feel like he's decent for her so if she dies then he just probably will snap Mm, that's true the first time he snapped was when his mom died and like the only other Mm -hmm. person left that he cares about is padme should be obi-wan he should care about obi-wan but it doesn't feel like that in the last movie (sighs) just more just more (laughs) stuff that i don't that that i think is dumb all right but yeah very padme centric stuff yeah i want i wanted to say like padme is a cool character until she interacts with anakin yeah like outside of any scenes with them together i like padme a lot I saw a TikTok about that scene in Clone Wars Attack Attack on Clone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where um, she jumps off of that pillar thing straight onto the horse looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and sent someone, me that TikTok. Oh, like. cool. And Chloe showed it to me. <laughs> uh, and someone did the like scientific calculations of how much pressure that was her landing on the rhinoceros. No. <laughs> So it was, yeah, it was I would like say a big that rhino thing. I would say that she's the most powerful character we've met so far, considering that. She's definitely got the densest bones. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, like they did the math and it was like the force like that she 40, dropped on that was enough to like break everything both femurs yeah it'd break like no, every bone so in the body. force what, what was it the force that it takes to break a femur is like four thousand newtons mm-hmm. but the Something force like that. that they calculated of her like falling onto the whatever it was is like forty thousand. yeah it's a lot she's got like wolverine skeleton she's got metal bones <laughs> she might have ju- she might just be a droid this whole time maybe. that would be great maybe. maybe all right next question what is order 66 Route 66. It's like a highway, but oh, in, shoot, in I did space. It's a highway in space. <laughs> it's a highway in space. You, they, call, they call space highways orders? Yeah. It's probably a like undercover group that does war things. Okay. Like, they need some spies to go get the secrets. And they're like, we'll call Order 66. And then Anakin's probably in it. Oh, you think it's like a Republic thing? Or not? Say, maybe maybe they're working for the Sith. Maybe. Or maybe wait, it's... is the Sith like a third party in this? Mm, kinda. Like kinda. Okay. Like the Sith are the overarching like bad guys of Star Wars. Okay, I'm tracking. Wasn't tracking before. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Order sixty six is either a space highway or it's an undercover secret agent. Group. I'm gonna yeah. revise the highway thing. It's okay, toys, but it's something to do with the Sith. Like only they can travel on it. It's how they get. Okay, it. okay. It's like it's a, a secret, secret tunnel, but person it's, highway. It's like the tunnel under the like capital that goes to all the different buildings. Oh, it's okay. only for evil okay. people. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's not what I intended to say. It's it's a it's a <laughs> thing that you you punch in the number sixty six in your in your spaceship, and then a little hologram of a guy comes up. He's like. He's like, are you evil? You got to answer the evil password. And if you do, you're like, 
yeah, I'm evil or whatever. And then they're like, all right, go ahead. But if you don't know it, if you're like, no, I'm good, they're like, well, can't go this way then. <laughs> and, you're, yes. and your spaceship just turns around and goes the opposite direction. Yes, exactly. All so, right, cool. I like this idea. Bridge. We should have written Star Wars. We, we should have. have. We could have made Anakin much more charming. Yeah, I would have. Or just, just made him not suck. Just yeah, made well, that's character. part of it. Yeah, it could have could have done without the like murdering an character. entire village in the last movie. Could have done without that probably. Yeah, maybe. All right, last question: Who would win in a fight between a frail, disfigured old man and a centuries-old green space goblin? Centuries-old green space goblin. Wait, restate the question. <laughs> Who would win in a fight between a frail, disfigured old man? And a centuries-old green space goblin. Oh, the space goblin, obviously. Are you sure? Did you see the last movie? Yeah, he, he was kind of doing a lot of flips. Yoda's built different. But this is a different old man that he's fighting. Still, Maybe Yoda, the rules Yoda, have changed. Yoda has moves. Yoda mm-hmm. is built different. Okay. Well, well, like, clearly we know Yoda survives. So. I mean, yeah, well, okay, but, but to be just fair, because like, you survive doesn't mean you win. Yeah, okay, but because part of me is wondering, like, how Yoda ended up in a swamp. Mm-hmm. And also so senile. Maybe, and also that. So maybe. Although that's just because he's old. Well, he's been old for a while. He has been. Ellie, I need to ask you a question. Do you think Yoda was ever hot at one point in his life? Um, considering he's a small green goblin, no. I don't think maybe that. Maybe he was hot by goblin standards. Yeah, he's really hot by goblin standards, probably. I don't really know what that would all entail. Look up the one where he looks like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. If you just look up young Yoda, you can find it. It's the very first one. That's like the official one. Um, I don't like this. He yeah, so basically like Yoda same. used to be hot. Yeah, he looks the same, I don't but think like he's hot. I, I think, think he's a little taller. Uh, no, well, you also... have to think about relative to goblins. Well, I haven't seen that many. Um, there's also a picture of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, have you seen the picture of Dwayne the Rock Johnson holding oh his baby? <laughs> Instead of a baby, funny. it's baby Yoda. And it's like ugly and terrible. So that's my new is background. Is that just if you look up young <laughs> Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, why does his arm look like that? I don't know. Not, I hate not, that photo. Not, not, not the, the rock, rock, but baby Yoda. <laughs> I, I always ask myself, how does the rock's arm look like that? Because I want to look like the rock. <laughs> how does... Never mind. Hey, Siri, how does the rock do that? How does... Be him. <laughs> how does he be him? <laughs> Oh no! I actually, I actually activated. Oh, no. no, stop! Stop looking up Dwayne Johnson. Everything right. I'm insecure about. What that was my cover of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo? We're gonna release this episode in like what March, and so something like that. This the song's not gonna be what it was. No, but here today we'll, we'll get Olivia Rodrigo on the podcast. Yes. For context, for those listening along at home, in March probably, Joshua Bassett dropped Lies, Lies, Lies last night. So the tea is like extremely hot right now mm-hmm. with this whole thing. Sam looks mm. very confused. Yeah, who's that? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Okay, so are they were they together and now they're writing first songs of all, about can each other? we do our last episode of the season where you watch the first episode of High School Musical, the musical the series? <gasps> yeah, and then I'll we watch can the get whole series. I'll yeah, do please it. Do, do it, do it, literally yeah. do. Yes, let's do that actually because okay. we'll do that. I literally watched the whole show in a day. Okay, are it, these people on this show? Yes, yes. The girl who really? wrote Driver's License is like the lead. And she oh, wrote okay. it about her co-star. She plays Troy? She plays Troy. She wrote it about her co-star, Joshua Bassett, who plays Gabriella. 
Oh, oh no, this is like YouTuber beef. I don't like it anymore. But maybe she didn't because they never officially dated. We'll get into it if we do this episode. Okay, okay. wait, so these people were dating. No. And maybe. now they're not? Okay, you had to listen to driver's license and then we can explain. I'm, I am told you I'm not. But I'm waiting until 2022. What if? Then we can't explain the context of the song. But what if, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say that this is a podcast people listen to that know me. Huh? <laughs> no, but the song. What does that you have mean? To to the song. They never officially dated, but they were very much a thing. Hmm. He taught her how to drive. He taught her how okay. to drive. That's why. And he lives in the suburbs. And now she drives past along. his neighborhood, past along. his street, his street along. Oh, because, the fact that this know, is being crazy. written by a 16, 17 year old okay. makes me just not care. You I know? feel like I had these emotions when I was seventeen, though. I mean, yeah, but did you write a song that got I am like super not popular? A songwriter, so and I she's also not, not famous. And I do not have a platform with which to make my song famous. Yeah. And also, everyone's obsessed with the boy, too. Because he's adorable, except he sucks because yeah, now he mistreated her. Is he related to Angela Bassett? No idea who that is. She's an actress. So. She's cool. I don't think he is. I'm guessing not. No. Who's this guy? This looks like all of them. Yeah, but all he's of curly the boys. hair, so he's different. <laughs> Barely. That's his only different quality is he has curly it's hair. It's like and half he can curly sing. hair. Yeah, boo-hoo, John Mayer can sing. Don't hear me writing songs about John Mayer, although I should. <laughs> should we talk about Star Wars? Should we, yeah, wrap I think it we're up? done. <laughs> all right, we're going to go watch the movie. No, wait. Oh, is trivia in the next part? Yeah, yeah. trivia is in the next part. Because okay, trivia forgotten about spoils trivia stuff. When it's oh, supposed to be. Do you want me to do my plot? synopsis oh my god you're right oh we've <laughs> we've we've really fallen off the horse or whatever the saying is we need to this do is your an thing example now. of a tangent yeah ellie explain the plot okay <laughs> i need to i need Sam to seems lie upset. down i need no i need <laughs> i'm Wait, not upset i'm like overwhelmed by everything <laughs> i need to rest i just looked up the uh, uh opening crawl and the first word is war war with an exclamation Ooh. point. The Republic yeah. is crumbling under tax by the ruthless Sith Lord, Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere. It, in a stunning move, the fiendish droid leader, General Grievous, Graciness, has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, <gasps> leader of the Galactic Senate. Who? Oh, as the Separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital with their valuable hostage, two Jedi Knights lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive Chancellor. Chancellor. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, the opening call gave me no idea what's going to happen in this movie, so here we go. Welcome to Star Wars the... What's it called? Revenge of the Sith. Welcome to Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. This time we finally meet Mr. Sith. So we open on Padme and um, Anakin Skywalker and they have Manikin a little Mannequin Skywalker. Manikin. I said, I said, um, Mannequin. Oh. Mannequin Skywalker. And Mannequin Skywalker. Skywalker. They have a little cabin in the woods because Anakin is hiding from the Jedis because he broke all their rules. But uh-oh, here comes Obi-Wan. He's like, knock, knock, knock. Hi, Anakin. We're in a war. Where have you been? And Anakin's like, this is my son. He probably has a son by now. Um... Uh, that son whose parents will later be Princess Leia. Um, anyways, so there's a war. And so they go to the capital because there's a war. And then they're like chilling. They're vibing in the capital. Padme, she's barely even in this movie. She's not there, okay? Um, and then the uh, evil droids come in and they're like, we're going to take Senator uh, Palpatine, even though I'm pretty sure Senator Palpatine is evil anyways. Like, I've honestly thought he was evil this entire time. So they take him for some reason, um, maybe just because they missed him. He really is evil. They just missed him. Um, so they took him and they're like, we don't need you to 
be a spy anymore. We just, we miss you. You're our dad. Okay. So they kidnap him. And then Anakin is like, okay, I'll go get him with Obi-Wan and him and Obi-Wan fight because they don't like each other, even though they should, you can ask Sam about how he feels about that. And then um, they're fighting and um, there's a lot of fighting and then they keep on fighting. And then uh, Yoda shows up and the guy who's in charge of the uh, other side, the separatist group, uh, Mr. Greasiness, um, is like, oh, I'm the one in charge, hate me instead. And then they do. And then he fights Yoda and then he hits Yoda in the head. And then Yoda goes crazy and moves into the swamp. Oh, uh, surprise, they're in a volcano. Um, <laughs> and then Padme comes and shows up and she's like, I'm here to save the day because you are all babies and you can't do anything without me. And then they fight with Mr. Greasiness and then she falls into the lava and then uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, nope. Anakin Skywalker, yeah, is that his name? Yes. Okay, Anakin Skywalker is like, no, my wife. And then he like jumps into the lava to save her, but he's super powerful. So then he gets out of the lava. She doesn't, she's dead. Um, and then he gets out of the water and he's like, ah, oh, now I'm very, very hot and also evil. Hot as in temperature, because you know, he was in lava. Um, and then he kind of forgets about his son because Padme did too. She just like left their son at the cabin in the woods. And then Obi-Wan goes and finds the sun maybe i don't know <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay and then it ends and then it ends and it's over wow that was yeah. really bad <laughs> i was okay. distracted <laughs> the whole time because you kept saying padme yeah padme padme there's it's no a padme padme p-a-d-m-e with an accent padme uh, her last name amidala cool she's queen amidala of naboo and then she's senator amidala of naboo and then she's kind of boring and underused in this movie. <laughs> but that's what you're going to find out. Let's All right. Let's go watch the movie. Yeah. Let's watch the movie. Go. Yes. We're already going. All right. All right. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeehaw. We've watched Star Wars now. Yeah, you've watched all of it. Every part of it. That's not true. Every every main part of it. Well, as someone who has only seen the sequel movies, I thought this was the best one for sure. This isn't a sequel. No, this isn't a sequel. These are prequels. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the end of, I guess, the George Lucas saga, whatever. It, this isn't the end of Star Wars, but we're considering it the end of Star Wars because we're taking a break from Star Wars because it's been too much Star Wars, you know? And like 50, over 50% 50 of our podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We need to branch out before we come back to the, the rest of Star Wars. But anyway, what did you guys think? Star Wars, the Clone Wars. I thought, oh, nope. No. <laughs> um, I was so nervous because I went to watch it by myself. Mm -hmm. Did you think it would be scary? No, I was nervous because I was like, I really don't know what this movie is called. Like, I don't know how I'm going to find it on Disney+. <laughs> Plus. And then when I opened it, thank goodness, it was like, it was in my recommended. And I was like, mm. I think this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do need to be honest and clear about the way in which I watched this. So I had a speech me and uh, those are very exhausting for me. And so I watched it after the tournament and then I got an hour in after he turned evil. And I was like, okay, I think it's over. I'm going to bed. I'm so exhausted. And I paused it because I was like pretty sure it was over. And there was an hour and a half left. And I was like, absolutely not. And so I turned it off 
and watch the rest of it the next day. Ellie, this is actually the first time you've ever watched a movie on your own. Is that correct? In my entire life, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. <laughs> Good for her. Good for Good you. Job. Chloe, what did you think of Revenge of the Sith? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It finally, yeah. like, like it wrapped up the prequels nicely mm-hmm. and, like, drew all the connections to the, like, original movies, which was Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ellie, uh, good? Bad? I thought it was good. Okay. I thought it was good. good. Yeah, I think it's good, too. It's, like, perfectly solid. I feel like this is really close to being like the middle ground of star wars movies this is the baseline it's not as good as like empire is you know because like Mm -hmm. empire is great i don't think it's as good as the original but it's you know it's definitely better than the previous two i think it's like on par with return of the jedi and it's just good like it's fun yeah i think that's the biggest thing for me is that a lot of this movie finally feels just entertaining Yeah, yeah. The last two, there are things that I think are good about them, and I can find entertainment in it, but it's always, like, with a twist. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something that's bugging me the whole time I'm watching the other two. But with this one, I don't think there's really much of that. There's still some stuff that I think could have been better, but overall, this is just a fun movie. Yeah. This is the movie that I have the least amount of notes on out of all the ones that we've done so far, just because it's like, what is there to talk about? Like, everything's, like, pretty decent, pretty good, and that's about it. Yeah, I was super confused, though, because the one guy, I asked both of you about this. I asked Sam about it while I was watching the movie because I was so confused. The one guy, what's his name? Oh, uh, Senator Organa. He looks exactly like the guy they made the clones out of. Does he? Kind of. Jimmy Smith's? The vice president? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, Chloe recognizes him from the West Wing. He's in the West Am Wing. I just confusing the two characters that I don't know? Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Because he showed up and I was like, he's a clone. Why is he better than all the other clones? No, he's too tall. No. He's too tall to be a clone. I'm sorry, I can't see size on screen. He's not very, he's really not very like athletic looking. He's kind no, of he, Yeah, he's he looks more like a middle-aged man. Yeah. Which he was and still is. Jimmy Smith is a good actor. I like Jimmy Smith. He is. I like him. He's good in this. He doesn't do a ton, but the small amount that he has is like really good. I think he's a good addition. So there's not just a bunch of Jedi characters. Mm -hmm. He also seems like he'd be a really good adoptive father at the end. And I, I just Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I like that. Good for him. I was watching like the end of the movie and my mom was also in the room and I was like, Mom, Jimmy Smith's the the vice president just adopted Princess Leia because she does not care about Star Wars at all. But I was like, this is something she can relate to. She'll like this, but she wasn't very entertained. She was in the kitchen while Chloe was watching it, and it was the whole fight scene where it's- yeah, like it was the end with the lava. And the- yeah, she hated it, and she was like. <laughs> doing something in the kitchen and she goes there has not been a single word this entire time like what are you watching yeah. they don't and really I talk like, i was like well it's you don't talk like while you're fighting like i think i don't think they have the energy for that <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like if you just see that scene completely out of context i'd be pretty confused and probably a little bored by it too like it's a yeah. good fight scene but if you don't mm-hmm. know who these characters are like why would you care yeah right. some of my favorite things are R2-D2's little screams. Yes. His little wee! Like, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, he's got some good stuff in that. He does that part where he spills oil all over the droids and yeah. then sets them on yeah. fire. It's yeah, like if you peed on someone baller. and then lit them on fire. 
Yeah, it's a baller move. <laughs> I don't think urine catches fire. Have you tried? <laughs> Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we want to talk about like stuff we liked or do we want to get like the stuff we didn't like out of the way first? I did not like Padme in this. Yeah, no, Padme gets shafted in this I movie. like Padme as a character. I did not like, she was not well utilized in this movie. For sure, yeah. And just like added to the like issue with women in action movies not yeah. getting to be cool. And also, they didn't try to hide her pregnancy at all. And her and Anakin were sharing an apartment <laughs> and like everyone knows they like have a thing and then obi-wan was like wait is this is this anakin's baby and she's like yes and he was like whoa yeah there is <laughs> there is no way that their marriage has been a secret when mm-hmm. they've literally mm-hmm. been living in a penthouse together right for presumably three years i was thinking about it and i was like so do you think anakin just like has another apartment somewhere and he just tells people that's where he lives and then at <laughs> night he's like hey Padme, i'm back like the, the Jedi the Jedi give him like an allowance to be like hey this is all you need to like live as a monk or whatever and he just spends it on an apartment that he never uses yeah. just to keep up the act and also like he's literally a Jedi like why can't the other Jedis like tell you know what yeah. I mean they can basically read each other's minds right there's a thing in the Clone Wars in the show they basically retcon it to say that like Obi-Wan pretty much knew the entire time but he just didn't let Anakin know that he knew yeah because he was like if he knows that I know what's gonna stop the Jedi Council from kicking him out of the order or something right and I feel like that kind of adds to their friendship because he cares more about Anakin being happy than following Mm -hmm. the Jedi code like to an extent Mm -hmm. but if they had kind of gotten that across in the movies I feel like that would have added something to it yeah I agree yeah no Padme is just not good uh first off Chloe you did mention that her belly changes size so many times throughout this movie yeah it's very inconsistent and it's it's largest when she's not alive and not yeah like post giving Giving birth birth, yeah so like i understand that yes your stomach doesn't like go away after you give birth but it shouldn't be larger i actually just read something about this i have no clue if this is like a confirmed detail or if it's just a fan theory that people came up with to explain why it's weird but it was basically like they made her look like she was pregnant so if vader was at the funeral then it would think that their kids were never born wait that's low-key a good theory right it's a good way to explain it but when she was like actually pregnant she barely looked pregnant but she had twins so like you could tell a bunch of men did this no (laughs) sam but like no i totally agree i mean george lucas as many good ideas as he's come up with kind of never had a great track record for convincing female characters in his movies like leia's good but leia is the only woman in the original (laughs) trilogy also padme if we're done talking about her being pregnant have you seen the tiktok about how padme should be replaced Have you seen this, Sam? No, no. It's about how Padme should be replaced in the movies by Paul Rudd. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because he did that There's like this clip of like her saying the line, you're breaking my heart. And then there's a clip of Paul Rudd saying the same line. And it's just so much better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... No, I have seen that. I wish Paul Rudd was in this. I do too. I would hate the relationship so much less if it was Paul Rudd and Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah. I think Paul Rudd should be in every movie. He should be. Yeah, you're right. 
every as single- himself. Like, yeah. Not yeah. Exactly. Okay. Here's the new law of Hollywood. Every film has to have a scene set in a bar where two characters are talking and then the characters leave. And then it pans over across the bar and famous actor Paul Rudd is sitting there with a drink and he looks directly at the camera and he goes, this is a crazy movie that's going on, huh? And then it smash cuts the next scene. He's got a name tag that says Paul Rudd on it. So you know he's not playing a different character. (laughs) (laughs) It's like his, his PR agent is like standing behind him like with a big thumbs up. I love Paul Rudd. He's great. Who doesn't love Paul Rudd? He's just good. Bird. But unfortunately, he's not in this. Yeah, no, aside from Padme's belly being weird, because also, like, what's the timeline of this movie? Because she announces her pregnancy to Anakin at the beginning, and then she gives birth at the end. There definitely is not, like, any amount of time besides, like, a couple weeks that passes by. Well, Well, I'm assuming that... Yeah, that's right. She's Nabooian. Oh. Oh. Well, okay, but here's... (laughs) I'm assuming... I'm assuming it had been a long time since her and Anakin saw each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, it could have been a couple of mm-hmm. months because there's a literal war going on. Yeah. And then right. the babies were probably born prematurely as well because she that's died. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that's I true. felt like her death made zero sense. Her like, death sucked. She dies of yeah. a broken heart. Yep. Yeah, they no, could no, not no. figure out how to kill her. So they're like, uh, just, just be really quiet. <laughs> yeah. Badly utilized. It sucks because she's such an active character in the other two movies. Mm-hmm. Like she's really important in the first yeah. one. She's a queen at like age 15. She's running an entire planet. She's obviously very capable. And then her death is she lost the will to live. Like that's ridiculous. She married a stupid, dumb little baby boy. She married a dumb man who she already knew was a mass murderer before. Yeah, that's the other thing where (laughs) Obi-Wan's like, (laughs) I'm so mad about this scene. Obi-Wan's like, yeah, Anakin just like killed a bunch of people and she is so shook by it. Like she cannot believe. And I'm like, you literally married (laughs) this man like a week after he killed an entire village. Yeah. What did you expect? He literally says to her in the previous movie, he's like, I killed them all, and not just the men, but the women and the children. And then Obi-Wan says, hey, he just killed a bunch of kids. And she's like, what? He would never do that. Let this be a message to any of you teenage girls listening. If it's a red flag, it's not going to go away. So just, (laughs) especially if it's a murder. Yeah, Yeah. especially Especially if it's murder. murder. sociological tendencies or sociopathic tendencies Uh, yeah we will talk a bit more about padme because i have a a trivia thing about a previous ending for her but we'll get to that later all right any other stuff you didn't like in the movie oh that i didn't like yes i really should have taken notes but i (laughs) well i didn't like that halfway through the movie i was like oh it's over and then it just kept going that's true anakin turns evil a lot sooner than it feels like he should in this movie yeah Yeah. his character development like stops halfway through Uh uh-huh and then he just becomes a bad guy yeah and i don't know if it's just me but like honestly it felt sudden yeah it did he just turned into a completely different person like none of his old self remained Uh uh-huh and also like how dumb do you have to be to not realize chancellor palpatine was the sith like he was literally he was like well i know all about the old guy who was in charge of the sith and his apprentice i i have a lot of intimate knowledge about the apprentice gee i wonder how and anakin's like how 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's like he's like. Have you ever heard this story about a Sith guy who could uh, save his pregnant wife's life or whatever? It sounds a lot like what you're mm-hmm. what's going on with you. And mm-hmm. he's like, "Where's this story coming from?" Oh, don't worry, it's just an old Sith legend. I wouldn't know though. I'm not one of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, how do the Jedi not know? And they were so surprised. I was like, "This is your job. This is your one job." Yeah. Also, <laughs> don't they like know things? Isn't that the whole part of being? Jedi. So that's the thing. The explanation in universe is that Yoda didn't know that Chancellor Palpatine was evil because Chancellor Palpatine, just by being near him, was clouding his judgment. Because there's like a line in the second movie or maybe the first one where Yoda is like, clouding my judgment, the dark side is. It's like, okay, then you're not good at your job, huh? (laughs) Well, I wondered if it was like, I've thought of this a lot of times. Sorry, I keep talking about Harry Potter. But (laughs) when, I don't know how to say the word, it's like illegimens. Huh? Illegimens? 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 Illegimens. The little men's. The little men's. (laughs) The little boys. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about when uh, basically Voldemort keeps getting into... If you... if You can get in Harry's head, yeah. You can get in Harry's head. This is a spoiler, and if you haven't read Harry Potter, it's this is your own fault that it's being spoiled. Basically, Voldemort can get into Harry's brain, so that he has to do little men's. I figured that that's like what's kind of happening. Oh, yeah. No, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. That's the thing is that it's never fully explained why, and it's just very vague. That's my issue with Palpatine. I think the performance of Palpatine is great. The actor is having a fantastic time. He's really hamming it up in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. But the character itself, if you think about it for even a little bit, none of it makes sense. Mm. Like all of Palpatine's plans work just because he can see the future. And Yoda doesn't know that he's bad just because Palpatine makes it so he can't know that he's bad. But it's like, why? How? It doesn't, I don't know. So was his whole goal with the war to just destroy everything? His whole goal is basically just to start all these wars so he can put himself in power and then give himself all this power until he's like space dictator. Okay. Because that's the thing. They, They reveal that he planned the clone army. He planned all the separatist stuff. He planned the Trade Federation invasion in the in the mm. first movie. So literally every side of the war was just him starting it. So by the time when Order 66 happens, it's like they have programming in the clones to just kill all the Jedi. And then yeah, okay. it's really easy to just say that the clones won and then the war is over and then the Empire's there. Gotcha. It's a very broad undefined plan that Mm -hmm. just makes sense Mm -hmm. as long as you don't think about it oh good i'm good at that (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of palpatine that fight between him and mace windu and the other jedi it's not good okay can we talk about the part right at the beginning where he like corkscrews towards the (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah he does this weird (laughs) flip and yeah he spin twirls towards them yeah, I just thought that was cool. Completely I don't know what it was. It was really funny. Though. That fight, I don't know what it, well, I know what it is about that fight. Because he like, kills everyone right away. Yeah, it's way too slow. The other Jedi don't do anything. They're just standing there. Well, they're dead. Wait, can someone uh, provide some <laughs> context clues as to what we're talking what about? What we're talking about? Okay, so 
Remember after the opera scene where Palpatine was watching the bubbles do their thing or whatever? Oh, yeah. Also, I had a lot of thoughts and feelings about that. <laughs> the bubble opera? No opinions, just thoughts and feelings. Yeah, just it gives you a certain mood. Um, so after Palpatine literally just tells Anakin that he is the Dark Lord of the Sith, Anakin goes to Mace Windu and he's like, and I think he's a Sith Lord. And Mace Windu turns to him and goes, a Sith Lord? And then there's like a really weird pause. And then he's like, we need to hurry and we need to go catch him. And then they just walk very slowly to a ship. Don't say let's hurry if you're just going to be walking for the rest of the scene. So then Mace Windu takes three other Jedi who are supposed to be the greatest uh, sword fighters in the galaxy. Like those three Jedi that he took along are supposed to be the best lightsaber duelists in the Jedi Order. And Palpatine, like a 60-year-old man does a single flip and immediately cuts through two of them. And then the other one stands there with his lightsaber above his head as Palpatine very slowly turns around and just stabs him. Like you're poking a toothpick through a pineapple cube and he just dies. And then there's the whole fight between him and Mace Windu. And it's like really slow and there's a lot of close-up shots. It's just not very well choreographed. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Palpatine? His face gets weird. His face does get his his face looks like a butt. And then he's like in front of the (laughs) What do you think a butt looks? No, because he's got that like he's got the like crease forehead. And like, yeah, it looks like a really wrinkly, gross, diseased butt, but a butt nonetheless. Moving on. (laughs) And then he's in front of the whole Senate and he's like, I'm weak, which is why I'm ugly now. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The Senate makes no sense to me. I don't know how space politics work, but I don't know if the Chancellor can just get in his little seat with his weird lightning face and his big red robe and just announce, hey, all the Jedi are evil now. Trust me. Uh, We're going to kill them. And also, this is the Galactic Empire now. And... Everyone applauds. Everyone except Padme and Bail Organa applaud. I don't think that's how that would happen. Like, even in fake space politics. I think he just exhausted them with the war. And they're like, okay, whatever. That's the other thing, because he's like, oh, the war's over now. The Jedi are evil. They're all dead also. Also, the clones are good still. Because, like, if the Jedi were wrong, if the Jedis were evil, then, like, the entire basis of everything is wrong. Yeah. So, like, we might as well start from scratch. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, I guess if I were probably a senator and I had to deal with an intergalactic war for, what, like, five years or something, and then the guy who used to be a normal-looking old man is now a gross-looking old man and was like, hey, give me all the power. You don't have a job anymore. I'd be like, you know what? I'll take it. I'm fine with this. <laughs> Is this an allegory for today's political system in the United States? Yeah, that's the thing, huh? It's weird. Because I do feel like we have a lot of representatives right now who are just very tired. They're just tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. Like, when this movie came out, 
you know, this is the height of George W. Bush's presidency. That was the thing at the time was it was like, is this movie an allegory for the Bush presidency? It's like, maybe. The Patriot Act and stuff. That's true. Well, that's the thing is that it's like, it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. People say, oh, well, that was the plan from the beginning. I'm like, I don't think it was. Like, it wasn't clear that Palpatine was a Bush allegory in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, no. And like, Bush wasn't president when the first movie came out. Right. So Mm -hmm. it also kind of seemed like a forced political political commentary because you hear like Padme she's like this isn't democracy or something Uh like that and like there is never any discussion of that in the first two movies of like the Mm. actual politics of it if that was sort of the point of this trilogy from the beginning it would make a bit more sense but it's not really right if that is what they were going for from the beginning it's very light in the other two Mm -hmm. like it's just kind of a vague don't let one person accumulate too much power because, like, of course you don't want that to happen. But this one, right. it turns into, like, there are very clear real-world comparisons that are trying to be made, and I don't mm-hmm. think they're made effectively. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about General Grievous? He's whatever, right? He's fine. Literally, I thought he was so unimportant. Like, the movie could have happened without him. And I could not get over my disappointment that he didn't sing or scat. Mm. <laughs> Granted, he does only have six minutes of screen time in this, what, two and a half hour long movie? And he coughs for the first 30 seconds and that's it. Is he Uh okay? Did we ever understand why that happened? So originally, when this movie came out, there was a Cartoon Network supplement between episode two and three. And this is not the Clone Wars show. This is Star Wars Clone Wars. So no the. This is a different thing. And it's it's confusing, I know. So the last like three episodes of this miniseries were the battle on Coruscant that led to the Chancellor being kidnapped. And General Grievous was in there. And for the rest of the show... General Grievous doesn't have that cough. And then Mace Windu catches him at the end of that thing. And he he uses the force to just crush General Grievous's lungs for a second. And that's why he has the cough. Oh. But that's okay. not canon anymore, I guess. It's kind of canon because he has a cough. <laughs> he, he does have a cough, but <laughs> but the like explanation for his cough, there is none in like the new version of it. So the robot just had a cold. Yeah, he just has a cough. Well, he's also like a droid. Um, he's a collection of organs inside a droid. Like he's a brain and a two eyes, like lungs and a heart. Cool. Because there's that part where Obi Wan, in probably what is one of the most viscerally disturbing scenes, literally just takes his bare hands and pulls Grievous's rib cage open during their fight, and then he shoots him with a gun. And it just sets his heart on fire and his brain explodes. Do you not remember this? I don't think I saw that. It's really really messed up. Cut that out of the Disney version. No, it's in there. I'm I'm important. It's how Grievous dies. I might have been distracted that part, sorry. It's when Grievous and Obi-Wan are fighting. Oh, that was on Saturday night when I was so out of it. Yeah, it's like right before you probably thought the movie was over. I was out of it because of exhaustion. That is it. That is the reason. Yeah, unlike when I was out of The Phantom Menace because I was bored. Bored. Yeah, no, Grievous is just so unnecessary. It's very clear that he was just created to give Obi-Wan something to do because they Mm -hmm. didn't know what Mm -hmm. to do with Obi-Wan. So they're like, send him to fight this robot guy. Yeah. As much as I think there are a lot of improvements to Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship in this movie, I really wish they kept them together for most of it. Because, like, they're together at the beginning, and that opening scene 
is probably the best scene in these three movies. The whole Chancellor rescue is great. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason it's so great is because you get to see Anakin and Obi-Wan working together and having really good chemistry. And you can tell that these are two really good friends and it makes the ending even more sad. And so I wish that for even like 30 more minutes of this movie, that it was them together. Yeah. And I know that like they would have to change how Anakin turned evil, but I don't think the way he turns evil feels totally natural in this anyway. So right. like, I'd be fine with a different story if it just meant that we get to see more of Anakin and Obi-Wan together. hanging out. Yeah. Because like you don't get a lot of that in the last movie and you get none of it in the first one. Right. So Yoda doesn't trust Anakin at all. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't Yoda keep Anakin with him all the time? Yeah, that's the other thing is that it's like Yoda is basically scared of Anakin. He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this guy's got a lot of hate in him. This little child is really scared and that means he might kill us all. So why do they spend so much of these movies not helping him? Like they do the exact opposite of what you would do which is like, give him all the support he needs to make sure he doesn't turn evil. Right. He turns evil basically out of negligence. Yeah, and out of like frustration. Yeah, the thing that starts to lead to him turning evil, aside from Padme, the visions of her dying, which I think that's a pretty good motivation Mm -hmm. for him. But the other like major reason that he turns evil is because the Jedi don't trust him. And so they're like, oh, you're on the council, but you're not a Jedi master. And it's like, why? Because you Mm -hmm. know that that's just going to make him mad. And you know when he gets mad, he kills people. Right. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's like, maybe it was intentional. Maybe the Jedi were always supposed to be really dumb in these movies. And I think that's part of it. But it's also like, you can only take that so far. It can only make so much sense that it's like, oh, well, they just have really bad judgment. Is that to serve like a theme of this movie? Or is that just as an excuse for these dumb decisions that you make, that they make just to move the plot forward. Yeah. Also, the clones are boring in this. They don't really do much. No. This is another thing. The Clone Wars is great. And part of what makes it great is that it gives the clones, like, character. All these clones, like, they have their own personalities. And you get to spend all this time with them. And you know that they're, like, good people. But if you were to just watch these two movies, there is no surprise when the clones turn evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know whose side they were on. And then they turned around and killed the guy. And I was yeah. like, why are you hanging out with them in the first yeah. place? Yeah. This is another thing. Why is Obi-Wan surprised when the clones attack? Because Obi-Wan has all of the puzzles pieces right in front of him he should know that the clones are evil but he just doesn't i guess i don't get it it's weird it's weird and it doesn't make sense that's probably why i was so confused yeah it's very confusing when you watch the clone wars it shows that it's not that these clones are just evil and just waiting for the order they have a chip in their brain that takes them over so in order 66 they're not in control of their own bodies Right. They're just basically shells to kill the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that, it's like this really tragic thing. Because in the Clone Wars, a lot of the Jedi are good friends with the clones. This is like a huge betrayal to all these people. But you don't get that in the movies because the clones don't do anything. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. 
maybe there is more stuff that I have to complain about in this movie than I thought. <laughs> I still yeah, like it, yeah. but it is one of those things where it's like, because I like it, the stuff that I don't like stands it. out yeah. more to me. Yeah, I care more about this movie than I do The Phantom Menace or when Attack of the Clones. When did this movie come out? Uh, 2005. Okay. I was old enough to like see this in theaters. Oh, okay. And I'm sure I loved it. I probably fell asleep because I was like four. Five? Oh. I was four, yeah. But, you know, I loved it so much whenever I watched it at home. I still really enjoy it now. Now, do we finally want to talk about the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I've said things that I like throughout. Yeah. yeah we kind of have been saying stuff throughout. Yeah. Like, the opening is fantastic. I've already said that. It's probably the best mm-hmm. scene in these three movies. I did like it. Yeah. It's just like a fun adventure. The opening makes sense. Anakin and Obi-Wan are acting like how you'd expect Anakin and Obi-Wan to act. The fight with Dooku is like perfectly fine. It's whatever. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan is just great as always. Yeah, I did like him more in this movie. And I cared about every plot line, mm-hmm. which I couldn't say for the last one. Mm-hmm. There isn't a storyline that is just boring. Everything is important and you're like invested in all of it. Mm-hmm. Order 66 is a great moment. Even mm-hmm. if the clones are like whatever in this movie, that whole like sequence yeah. is really well done. I thought so too. Like it's genuinely sad. Yes. And you just get to see a, you see a lot of people just die. It's like, man, that's a bummer. But it was well done. It's well done, mm-hmm. yeah. And the last fight is good too. Yeah, it is. It really is. Everything about this movie is just good. Mm-hmm. I found it like to be actually enjoyable, which yeah. I couldn't always say about the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a much better pace than the last yes. two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it time for trivia? Maybe, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is kind of a good and bad part of this movie. I mentioned this to Chloe a couple days ago, but I absolutely love how out of nowhere Yoda just tells Obi-Wan... Oh, also, I know how to turn myself into a ghost after I die. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So so, uh, originally, there was a deleted scene that had Qui-Gon, like, make a cameo where he, like, speaks to Yoda from beyond the dead. Yeah. Because Qui-Gon was one of the first characters, like, in the series to learn how to manifest yourself as a force ghost after death. Mm-hmm. because as i've explained before being a ghost is like a superpower in this series you mm-hmm. have to know how to do it right and you have to go on this like spirit quest to be able to bring yourself back to the living mm-hmm. this is where it gets confusing because a lot of this stuff is explained in clone wars again but basically qui-gon was on track to learn how to become a ghost but then he died before he could like finish that journey Mm. so he can't actually come back as like a ghost like obi-wan or yoda could but he can like talk in people's heads in the previous movie when anakin is killing all the sand people you can hear qui-gon yelling out his name and that's supposed to be that like qui-gon is trying to reach him but he can't Okay. Qui-Gon's, Qui-Gon's cool. I wish Qui-Gon had more to, was yeah. in these movies. Yeah. But yeah, so there was a deleted scene where Yoda is meditating and then he hears Qui-Gon's voice and he's like, oh, you got to go to this planet and you'll learn how to commune with the living after you become a part of the force or whatever. Whatever you have to do to become a ghost. Yeah. But that scene isn't in this movie anymore. So instead what <laughs> happens is Obi-Wan is sitting there being like, all right, yeah, I guess I'm going to go live in the desert for 20 years and and just be old like I guess this is my life now and then Yoda like leans over and he's like hey 
by the way, that guy who died in your arms like 20 years ago, he spoke to me. He told me how to become a ghost. <laughs> and I'm telling you how to do it now, too. <laughs> and and Obi-Wan is like, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so weird because Yoda is like kind of he's kind of like cheeky about it, too. He doesn't outright say like what's going on. He's like. An old friend told me how to come back from the grave. Your old master. And Obi-Wan's like, Qui-Gon. And then it's just the next scene. <laughs> Wait, what does happen to Obi-Wan after this movie, though? Uh, he gets killed. He dies. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so I forgot that you haven't seen most of the original no. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the original. I was like, what? Didn't you watch? Don't you know? No. So spoiler alert, Ellie. During the 20 years between this movie and A New Hope, mm -hmm. Obi-Wan is hiding on Tatooine and he's basically protecting Luke because Luke was the one who got put with the two on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan's whole goal in that 20 year time was basically just to make sure that Luke doesn't die because they're like, hey, this is the last hope for our galaxy. If he's done, we're done. Okay. Obi-Wan finally talks to him. He's like, hey, Luke, you're a Jedi. Also, your dad and I used to be friends, but your dad was killed by Darth Vader. They go to the Death Star. That's when they meet Han Solo. They say Princess Leia. You know, it all happens. And then Vader and Obi-Wan fight, and Vader kills Obi-Wan. <gasps> so he, he dies in, in, the, oh my in the original Star Wars, yeah. But then in episode five, he comes back it's as a ghost. ghost. Yeah, you remember the ghost. He's 80% milk. He's, yeah, yeah. he's 30% okay. milk. Okay, and it's if you don't know what we're talking about, spirit. then you need to go back and listen to season one. Yeah, if you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, then what are you doing here? Why are you mocking <laughs> me like this? Wait, I have a question. I have a like not related question kind of. Okay. Why isn't Leia a Jedi? Is it like only guys? Maybe no. she is. Oh. There's hints in Empire Strikes Back that Leia is a Jedi. Oh. There's a part when Luke leaves Dagobah to go save his friends on Cloud City. That's where Yoda lives. He leaves Swamp Town and Obi-Wan's ghost is talking to Yoda and he's like, that boy is our last hope. And Yoda's like, no, there's another one. Like it's never brought up again, mm. but after the sequel movies came out, it's now been inferred that he was referring to Leia. Mm. Okay. So Leia probably has the ability to use the force. She just never does in the original movies. But maybe she does in the Lots sequels. You'll find out when we eventually watch them. Okay. But, but yeah, no, the force isn't sexist. Okay. But I kind of remember because I watched one of the sequel movies. I think it was, mm -hmm. say the name of the seventh. Force one. Awakens. Yeah, I think I watched that. And I thought it was like a big deal because she was like a female Jedi. And well, I mean, it is a big deal because it was the first time like the the, the main character was a girl. Oh, not a big deal because she's a Jedi. No, okay. like she's just a Jedi because she's the main character. Okay. But the fact that she's a girl, like that doesn't change whether or not she can use the force. Although some people don't like that she's a girl. Not me though. People, <laughs> Star Wars, Star Thank you for that. <laughs> the Star Wars fandom is annoying. We'll talk about it more when we get to the sequels. Okay. But there is some really like toxic stuff that happens. <laughs> on like Twitter and, and just social media in general related to Star Wars. Love that. It's disappointing. It makes me mm -hmm. mad and sad. But anyway, let's not talk about toxic Star Wars fans. It's time for trivia. All right. <laughs> okay, tri it's trivia time. It's, tri it's trivia time. It's trivia, trivia time. Yeah. Trivia, 
It's time for trivia. Yeehaw! Okay, yeah. No, that's All our right. official that's that's our official trivia song now. <laughs> okay. This film has over 2200 visual effect shots, which is more um, than the other two prequel movies combined, and it's a lot. That's a lot of yeah. visual effects, but it was also the first one to not get nominated for a visual effects Oscar. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> so kind of a yeah, get pranked. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a major prank at the time. Is it just cuz the visual effects are bad or like no, I don't know. Other movies were better? What won at the time? Because I know that it did get nominated for, like, Best Makeup, but I think it lost to The Chronicles of Narnia. Mm. Let's see. Let's look up 2006 Oscars. King Kong won visual mm. effects that year. Oh, okay. yeah. That makes sense, because, like, King Kong is a really good effect in that movie. Yeah. The effects in this aren't bad. No, they're pretty good. Yeah, so visual effects, it didn't win, wasn't nominated. It lost to Chronicles of Narnia for best makeup, which I don't remember Chronicles of Narnia having that much makeup. I don't remember this movie having that much makeup. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. Never mind. Well, yeah, I mean, Palpatine's butt yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> and George Lucas being a blue man in one scene, which is another trivia later. What? We'll get to it later. That's part of trivia. That's the joy of trivia, baby. That's the joy of trivia. <laughs> Okay, I have more visual effects related trivia first. This is the first movie in the prequel trilogy that has C-3PO in his like classic gold plate, yeah. his gold plating. And uh, apparently it sucked from a visual effects standpoint because oh. all of the green screen reflected off of his costume. Oh. So for every scene that C-3PO is in that had a green screen, which if I'm not mistaken, was all of them. Right. An artist had to go in and digitally remove all the green screen reflections from oh. his body and like recreate reflections on it. And it just seems very tedious. And I hope that person got paid very well. Mm-hmm. Count Dooku has only four lines in this entire movie. Well, he dies right away, doesn't yeah, and he? he? And he dies. He loses his head very quickly. But in terms of like main characters from previous movies, he does not have the least amount of things to say because Jar Jar only says two words. And if I'm not mistaken, they are excuse me. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, hey, Jar Jar. And then he didn't even say anything. Yeah. <laughs> he so didn't respond to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, because in the last movie, he looked right at the camera and he said, Hi, Ellie Higgins. It's some, it's Misa Jar Jar Binks. I know. And I was like, hey, buddy. You but know, not this time. Jar Jar Binks gets a lot of flack. And like, yeah, he's a weird caricature and he can be annoying. But like, he wasn't that bad. I love him. Yeah, he's fine. He's not hurting the movies. If anything, he's one of the best parts of The Phantom Menace mm-hmm. because he actually like has emotions and is like excited to do stuff. No, he's definitely one of my favorite characters. Yeah, but yeah, so Jar Jar only says two things and frankly, that's a tragedy. Word. Yeah. Gary Oldman was originally going to provide the voice of General Grievous. Do you, either of you know who Gary Oldman is? You know we don't. <laughs> he, Chloe, he's Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm, okay. Ellie, that doesn't help you. He's no, uh, he's not. Sirius Black. He's Sirius Black. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not, to not you, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Gary Oldman is a great actor, but he does not do the voice of General Grievous, and the reason was because I'm not I'm not fully understanding this situation, but Gary Oldman is a member of the Screen Actors Guild, and 
I guess George Lucas can't work with Screen Actors Guild members. I don't know why. I'm confused about this, but basically there were actors in this movie who weren't guild members, and I guess that means that if you are a guild member, you can't be in the movie? I have no clue. This is Mm. weird. See, when I wrote this, when I added this to the trivia, it was 3 a.m. At the time, I was like, this makes sense. And now I'm reading it back. I'm like, I don't know how the, the Screen Actors Guild works. So if someone can write in, if someone can tweet at us and explain to me how the Screen Actors Guild works. Write in. It has to be a physical letter to our people. Please box send us a letter. That we Gary Oldman, have. if you're listening, you're the most qualified to tell us this answer. Write us a letter. Send it by Pigeon. Tell us why the Screen Actors Guild is the way it is. And Michael Sarah, if you're listening, <laughs> please contact please us in any way. Michael please Sarah, please podcast. be on the podcast, please. Please DM us, send us a little, a little hey. Michael Sarah, if you're listening, hey. shake the table hey. right now. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I am following on the You Haven't Seen account, um, an account called Michael Sarah Updates. <laughs> they just post like an update about like Michael Sarah is going to be starring in his first feature film in 17 years or something like that. Wow, wow. Not 17. It's been a lot of years. It has been a while. We should create our own Michael Sarah Updates account, but it's specifically about whether or not he has agreed to come on the podcast yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Michael Sarah YHS Updates. Updates and every day at 7 a.m. we update it, and it's either Michael Sarah has agreed to come on the podcast or Michael Sarah has not yet agreed to it's come like on those, the podcast. Those Twitter accounts that are like, what's the one? It's like, is it Ted Danson's birthday? And every day they're <laughs> yeah. tweeting, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> until his birthday. Yeah. All right. So Chewbacca makes his big screen return in this movie. Oh, He's yeah. one of the Wookies. There's that weird scene where Yoda leaves and he goes goodbye. Chewbacca, goodbye, Tarful, and they both just go, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So with Chewbacca's return, that also means the return of Chewbacca's actor, Peter Mayhew, R.I.P. And this was his first movie role since 1997's Dragon Ball GT, A Hero's Legacy. (laughs) And I have written right next to that note, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next trivia. (laughs) What's, what's happening? Uh, anyway, Dra- Peter May, Chewbacca's in Dragon Ball. And that's cool. Yes. That's cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. As himself, Chewbacca is in yeah. Dragon Ball as himself, Chewbacca. Chloe, can I hear your Chewbacca impression? Yeah, do everybody do our what? Chewbacca impression. I don't- One, two, three, go. <sighs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing uh. them all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how to. Chloe, go. I don't even know how. Do it. I don't know how. Just do a little like. Just do one. What does he sound like in your heart's heart? I can't even she remember can't what he sounds like. She can't roll her R's, so I, I feel like this would be hard for her. I can't roll my R's. I can't. That's probably the best one I've ever done in my life. That was good. good well, now you guys go. Nope. All right. No. How about how about this? I'll do one for both of you. I'm gonna do <laughs> Chloe's impression. Bam, Chewbacca! <laughs> wow, Chloe, that was a really good impression of you. That's that's exactly what he sounds like. And now here's Ellie's impression. Oh, I'm Chewbacca. <laughs> Ellie, that wasn't very good. Ellie, that was not a Are good you impression. Me? I would. I am a very enthusiastic person. Try again. <laughs> All right, fine. Here's Ellie's real impression. I'm Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, that wasn't Chewbacca. That's Tarful, the other Wookiee. 
Oh, and now we put a laugh track. Now we put a laugh track. To find a laugh track. No, you don't do the laugh track. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's actually laughing. What? Anyways, trivia. George Lucas has an on-screen cameo. This is what I was mentioning earlier. He shows up, I think, with his wife and maybe his daughter, but he has a cameo in that opera scene. Oh. He's in like the lobby, I guess, and he's basically a blue-skinned alien baron. Nice. I don't know if he has a name in it. But yeah, so there's a director cameo. He also allegedly provided the sound effect for General Grievous's cough. So that's interesting. (laughs) Why couldn't he do his own coughs? When I was reading the IMDb trivia, it said that it was because he had a bad case of laryngitis. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know if that's true. (laughs) I was like, I feel like this is made up, but I'll write it down anyway. All right. So maybe George Lucas had tuberculosis. That's why General Grievous coughs. Okay. General Grievous, George Lucasius. Sounds the same, huh? Uh -huh. That's that's another thing I have written on trivia. I have George Lucasius and General Grievousius sound the same. <laughs> What's happening? What am I doing? I'm falling I'm apart. I'm laughing at how you're laughing. I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart. Oh, okay. I gotta get back in the headspace now. George Lucas's son, Jet Lucas, also has a cameo where he plays that Jedi teen who gets gunned down in front of Bail Organa at one point. Oh, so uh, one day and he's like, I have a job for you. (laughs) You get to be in my movie. Your only thing is that you die. Yeah. George Lucas walked up to his son, Jet, and he's like, hey, Jet, I got an idea for you. How would you like to be in Star Wars? This is what George Lucas sounds like, by the way. If you you listen to any interview, he sounds exactly like this. Hey, Jet Lucas, I got an idea for you. How would you like to be in Star Wars? And Jet Lucas was like, wow, dad, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I'd love to be in Star Wars. Okay, you're going to be a Jedi. Wow, that's great only thing you get shot like a thousand times right in front of a guy and the guy screams and then you're dead jet was apparently he was on board (laughs) apparently granted jet lucas does get to cut a couple clone troopers in half before he dies so you know it's a win it's a win-win well it's a win-lose because he does lose he does lose but (laughs) it's a lose-lose because he's dead and (laughs) yeah Great, great. I love this energy that we've created in the last five minutes of this episode. Okay, now it's time to get to the big part of the trivia. And this is also very related to all our complaints about Padme. So there was some concept art, some original concept art that was revealed a couple years ago. This is fairly old news, but I only recently found out about it. But it revealed that the original idea for Padme's storyline in this movie was going to have her be a founding member of the Rebellion from the original trilogy. And then when she goes to try to help Anakin on Mustafar at the end on Lava World, instead of just going to try to plead to him to become good again... Uh, the concept art showed her holding a knife. And so the original idea was that she was going to try to kill Anakin. And there was going to be a moment where she holds like a knife up to his neck, but then ultimately is unable to do it because of love. And then Obi-Wan was going to show up and then pretty much the rest of the movie was going to happen the same way. How do you feel about Padme potentially starting the rebellion and going to attack Anakin? That makes her character so much better. It makes more sense for her, right? Yeah. Her only character arc in this movie is pregnant death. Sad. 
And yeah. Had to- it's frustrating to know that that was yeah. an idea at one point because that's such a better ending for that character. It makes total sense that she would be one of the people who started the rebellion because mm-hmm. that's been her whole deal this yeah. entire time. Yeah. And then there's like a closer connection between her and Leia. Yeah. And it also makes Anakin's freak out make more sense. I wonder if the dialogue didn't change, but her actions did. Mm-hmm. She might have still said, like, you're breaking my heart, but instead of just crying and then he chokes her, she's holding a knife to his neck. Mm-hmm. Right, because that didn't make any sense. That, no, yeah, it, it doesn't. That. But yeah, so overall, I wish they hadn't changed that. Mm-hmm. I wish they kept it. And that's the end of trivia. That was good trivia. Thank you. Thank you for the clap. Thank good you. Good trivia. All right. Ooh. Well, anyways, good. Good. we wrap up the episode. Yeah. You know, I love Star Wars, but I'm glad that we're done with it. For a while. Yeah. We're going to come back to it eventually, but I want to do other things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I want to watch mm-hmm. other movies. Like High out. School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever that is. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you doing? We should watch Little Women 2019. Oh, no, I haven't seen, seen that. <gasps> With Timothy. Oh my God. Tim- Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. It's actually really yeah. good. Oh I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's really good. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. It's my favorite movie. Oh. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode. If you haven't seen dot 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 question mark. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be with back. Michael Sarah. With Michael Sarah on the podcast. He's gonna be talking about super bad. We won't come back until Michael Sarah is on the podcast. <laughs> this is a threat. This is a warning. And a promise. <laughs> Okay, I have a question. If we bring Michael Sarah on, which route do we go? Do we go, we watch Michael Sarah's movies that like you guys haven't seen? Or do we refuse to watch Michael Sarah's movies and we watch movies that Michael Sarah has never watched before? I think that we should dedicate an entire episode with Michael Sarah solely to his one scene in Twin Peaks in The Return. Twin Peaks. <laughs> like only talk yeah. about that. What's going to happen, judging from how these episodes always seem to go, is that we're going to get Michael Sarah on the podcast and that's a we are. Mm-hmm. It's not an if but a when. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Michael Sarah on the podcast. He's going to be so excited to talk about this movie that he's never watched before. He's going to get the emails from us and he's going to be like, wow, I'm going to do all this research. I'm going to be ready to talk about like Superbad and Juno and all these things. And then he's going to get in the Zoom meeting and we're going to go, hey, Michael Sarah, how's it going? And then immediate one of us is going to go, so what's up with your scene in Twin Peaks? And then we're going to talk about that for two hours. <laughs> And we're going to forget about the movie. <laughs> yeah, good plan. Okay, sounds yeah. like a plan. And sounds then we like will hope plan. that he doesn't listen to our other episodes where we talk about <laughs> yeah. it obsessively. No, I, I hope he listens to the other ones because it's not like we're saying anything bad about him, are we? Why do we talk about Michael Sarah more than we talk about like what we're supposed to talk about? I'm pretty sure Ellie's. I think it's. I, I think that's all on me. That's actually all on me. Yeah, it's I mostly the one. We should talk about Jeremy Renner more. There's not as much to talk about Jeremy Renner though. No, there's well, there's a lot too much to talk about with Jeremy Renner. But the thing is that people have already talked about Jeremy Renner. Go listen to the Renner files. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Talk more about the Jeremy Renner app? Like we that's could. Yes. We will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Anyways, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. DM us on Instagram, please. Or Twitter. Why DM? Follow us. Yeah. I don't know. Just... Follow us. Like our content. Follow us on social media. Enjoy the Twin Peaks content. 
because that's all we post. Yes. Yeah. For some reason. If you don't follow us, we're going to become members of the Screen Actors Guild, and then we're going to show up on your movie where you're not a member of the Screen Actors Guild, and you're going to get kicked off the set. Mm-hmm. And that's a promise. All I right. I don't know if that's how that works. All right. That's Goodbye. all. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>